Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hey, they drew first blood, not me. You know what that's from? They drew first blood. Always sunny in Philadelphia? No. When Frank's confuses, <laughs> confusing his life with Rambo's again? No. no? Oh. Don't push it. I don't do a very good uh, Stallone. Uh, don't push it. I don't know either. I don't, do, I don't do a very good Not either. me. <laughs> uh, anyway. No, Adrian. No, but that's not from Rambo. No. That's just it's from. all the same. Rambo's back. If you, if you didn't guess, yes, yeah. Rambo's back. Uh, and also, welcome in, by the way. Yes, hi. It's the movie zone. <laughs> also, uh, Brad Pitt doing Brad Pitt things. The most overly done movie genre is doing it again. Yeah, we'll have to discuss that a little bit. And it looks pretty good. Yeah. So we'll talk about Ad Astra. We'll talk about Rambo Last Blood. My mom's very excited. Yes, I was going to say. Um, I, <laughs> for the movies. The, most demographics are covered this week. She doesn't care about the, the spaces. She doesn't care about the Rambos. She certainly cares about... The Downtons. Yes. And uh, that will be available for some reason for you. Hi, I'm Austin. Hi, Adrian. Hi. He's Adrian. This is one of the weirdest ways we've started the show, but welcome to the Movie Zone. I like being random. Brought to you by Megaplex Theaters. And you. And your ears. Yes, and your ears. Uh, We got a lot to talk about today, and we just talked about all of it, so stay tuned to see how we fill the last 40 minutes of the show here. Mm -hmm. Because there's commercials. Yeah. But anyway, uh, you've been well? I have been. You've got a big, big time tournament coming up. I do. Yes, lots of lots going on in the volleyball world. Lots going on in the sports world. There's a lot. Big football weekend. High school athletics are going. The Jazz are like a week away. It feels like. Yeah. Although it also feels like it's been two years since they played the Utah Jazz. I feel like it was just yesterday, to be honest. Do you? Yeah. I feel like, but like sitting when you when you do eighty to ninety to a hundred nights of jazz games, it yeah. never feels like like the no, breaks yeah, long enough. Yeah, it never feels like it. Uh, Not that I don't like the NBA season, love the NBA season, but sometimes you just sound need like, like you don't love. You the need NBA sometimes season. like I need like an extra one more extra week. But so you hate the overtime until the check the check shows up. Yes, and then it's. Neutral, <laughs> and, then, and then then we're good with it. But yeah. uh, don't don't you remember the time the Jazz traded for Mike Conley and signed Boyan Bogdanovich? Yeah, that was ten years ago. Man, now we thought Mike Conley was old then. <laughs> how's his How's his body going to hold up at forty eight? If it all holds together, it's going to be a special fun season. Yeah, it should be for should the be Utah Jazz. So yeah, a lot of lots going on. And recently, I heard someone in this industry complaining <laughs> about how they haven't had a weekend off in some time and i nearly puked into their eyeballs in our industry yeah uh-huh not anyone at this place just yeah. someone in the industry I, not even locally just in just in the industry and uh they complained about how they haven't had a weekend to themselves in four or five months and i, I nearly even, lost my head i don't even know what that word means <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. You and I, we're here. Not that we're complaining. We're here six days a week. So Sunday is our Sunday is generally my only day off during the yeah. week. And unless, but when the Jazz get going, that sometimes doesn't it doesn't come to fruition. But that's okay. You don't have very many Sundays, but you still Whatever, have. But a sometimes handful. every once in yeah. a while, yeah. But it is better than 
working in fill in the blank corporate job. Sure. Then so we're not we're not complaining about the job. We're not complaining. We're complaining about the guy that complained. Yes, exactly. Who's complaining? Yeah. So. And now we get to talk about movies. Poor us. And finally, we've gotten through a couple months of. Um, How would you put it? I would put it as. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> okay. You know, bad joke noise. And if, if, and if I were to choose a sound effect that I would put it as, it would be. <laughs> yeah. So that's the sound effect. Reaction. I mean, we had it chapter two, which kind of, but not for you, but uh, we had it. And. Um, <laughs> There's been a couple things, but this this is a good week, and it, I think it's finally kicking off, heading into the fall slash winter movie season, because it's it's summer, summer and winter are your kind of your big movie times. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it, it felt like the children of Israel wandering the wilderness for forty years, <laughs> eating what's that called manna off manna the rocks and and uh, the quails that just showed up in the morning yeah. every morning. But if you took too much. Mm. They didn't show up the next day, and then it spoiled. So, Adrian, hopefully we didn't take too much of the, I was of the movies that, that were given to us. I was unclear that quails were native to that area of the world. They're not. But, ah, it's a miracle. That's And miracle. you just ruined Jazz Gaming's computer nope, setup. It missed everything. It missed? Yes, okay. Yes, we're good. <laughs> they have just installed this $25,000 setup in here. And, no, uh, Adrian... That's why I have this. Adrian and his barista. <laughs> That's why I have this very nice, expensive cup. That is very that expensive. I use every day. So. All right. Well, shall we get into it? Let's talk box. I forgot what we were doing. Yes. Um, what we're here for. We are here for it. Chapter two. Brought in another forty million. Hustlers had a nice start. Austin. Weird. Uh, Thirty-three million dollars. The thing that's nice about, it, I mean, twenty million dollar budget, and uh, up to thirty-five million dollars. The biggest flop of the weekend, and it's something we've talked a lot about, is the Goldfinch, which only made two point seven million dollars, whereas the budget of the film itself was forty-five million, and after all the the publicity things, was over a hundred million dollars, hmm. and it only brought in two point seven million, which is a monstrous flop. Not reading, great, Bob. I was reading an article. They're talking. I mean, in ten years, we're going to be complaining about how everything is only a franchise, but this is the problem: is that I mean. I, I suppose I'm part of the problem. I didn't go see the Goldfinch either, but I wasn't really interested. But original films are struggling. Yeah, and best this movie be I've seen in a long time. Uh, yesterday didn't do so well. Right. Yet the 19th uh, same Star Wars this Christmas. I'll be there with bells mm-hmm. on, yep. and and so will the whole world. So what's the answer? Don't know because I'm no. still going to go see Deadpool nine over the Goldfinch or something. You know what I mean? So uh, it's interesting though, but it did not do very well. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. And speaking of franchises, I mean, one through six are all franchise movies in the year to date, and they've all made over a billion. That's the way to do it. And I don't. That's the thing. It's like the dollar's tight. You know, and are yeah. you gonna are you gonna take your family to go see something you know you're gonna like, or are you gonna take a risk on maybe something you weren't aren't sure about? I understand it, so it's an interesting conversation because I don't know if there's a right answer. And I think some of these movies that aren't seen in the theater do eventually get seen. Is that good English? No, yeah, are they eventually have, seen. They do eventually in the home get saw on the on the personal device. Yeah, but just not in the theater. Right. So, all right. Well, uh, by the way, Hustlers making money doesn't mean it's a good movie. Just means there's a lot of 
interest in the movie. I actually have heard that some people are liking it. Oh. Like for the movie itself, not just I mean, for J-Lo. There were some positive reviews for Demi Moore striptease back in the day as hey. well, Adrian. And that, that movie was not uh, good. Well, I don't know. I was, I liked it when I was an adolescent man. Somehow Showgirls made money at yeah. the box office. So, should we continue or... <laughs> Um, I'm just saying, there's interest in it. Yes. There's money being spent on it. I think it's obvious why. Yes. And it's not that it's going to win an Oscar. I hope it wins an Oscar. Now, what Cinematography. Oscar? Cinematography? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get in trouble. <laughs> All right, we'll move right along here. There are children that listen to this show. So. I don't know why. Hi, kids. All right. Uh, luckily, <laughs> uh, we have the movies on phone yes, to dial out to. Thank goodness. We do have three new movies opening this week in Megaplex Theaters. Let's start with The Most Beautiful Man on Earth? Question mark. Showtimes, please press one. For Angel Has Fallen, please press one. For Hustlers, please press two. For Ad Astra, please press three. You've selected Ad Astra, starring Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, and Liv Tyler. For plot description, please say, Tell me more. Tell me more. A man journeys across a lawless solar system to find his missing father, a renegade scientist who poses a threat to humanity. Ad Astra is rated PG-13 and earned an 81% fresh score from Rotten Tomatoes. No, not Sliced Stallone. He'll be coming up in a moment. Austin, your scene was cut out of that movie, sir. We don't need to talk about how <laughs> handsome you are. <laughs> All right, Brad Pitt. He's in space. Uh, someone and by the way our poll question of the week what's your favorite Brad Pitt role and or movie at Austin Horton at AP Lizer on Twitter and someone we'll get to it well maybe we won't because we had so many responses but somebody pointed out that Brad Pitt plays the same role in every movie coolest guy in the room and nails it every time yes and that's I, th- I thought that was very apt and accurate description we of Brad did get Pitt. a lot of responses yeah, lots. So thank you. We appreciate it. As for this movie, uh, I saw an extended sneak peek on this movie. Not the full thing, and I'm not divulging on air how or where. Uh, but offended over here. This side of the room has a question. It just happened. It was. It, it just. I was there. It was going on. I poked my head in. This side of the room is furious with you. I'm so sorry that you don't live in my house. Huh. That I'm renting at the base of a fire, by the way. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that this week. But uh, I'll tell you, did, you saw First Man, yes. Brian Gosling. Beautiful movie. Amazingly shot and created, and it was smart, but it was the slowest of slow, slow burns. This is that same kind mm. of tempo, same kind of look. It's beautifully made. What, in fact, we joked about Hustlers winning the Oscar for cinematography. This probably should win it for cinematography. But it is so slow and so long. And the only saving grace is you actually have a little bit of a voiceover from Brad Pitt. Otherwise, he has like, like on screen where his mouth opens and words come out is like 90 seconds total. A little hyperbolic there, but it's close. That being said, if slow movies in space 
are your thing. This is a go. If they're not, I'd say this is a five dollar Tuesday. Hmm. Interesting. Well, for me, it's a it's definitely a go. Um, and we'll see. Hopefully, it's not as slow as it seems. If it's like first man, then that's going to be long. It's like first man. All right. Well, but I still want modern see, stuff. Yeah, I still want to see it. Love Brad Pitt. I think he's a fantastic actor. I like Tommy Lee Jones. Donald Sutherland's in this. So there's there's a lot of great actors and actresses in this. So, and if you like sci-fi space movies, I think this is the one for you. Is this genre overdone? I don't think so. This is the I think I counted seventh space movie coming out this year. You're not counting the Wandering Earth, are you? Yes. That's space. Yeah, but that's from overseas. It's still a movie about space. Seven in a year, man. Can't we stretch ourselves? No. Can't we? Can't we? I think it's a genre. Something out. I think it's a genre people are going to go see no matter what. So, but you, that's the thing though. If you're into sci-fi, you're hoping that there are fifty space movies a year. True. Right. If that's your thing. If that's yeah. your thing, right? So, like, I'm hoping there's fifty sports biopics a year. Right. That's my thing. Yeah. Exactly. I so, want fifty great romantic comedies. Exactly. A year. That's my they thing. They don't make those anymore. But no. well, they do. They just go straight to Netflix. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it's a go for me. Do I think it's gonna be the greatest movie of all time? No. But I go see Brad Pitt movies because I think he's amazing. He's so, a really good actor, yeah. Yeah. and he's he's one of those guys that he's been around for so long and he's so handsome and everyone just gets they're like, ah, oh, Brad Pitt, I hate Brad Pitt. But he's actually very good at his people craft. Hate Brad Pitt? I think a lot of people do because of what he did to Jen. Must have been the girl next door. Yeah. Wonder what the truth is there, by the way, and all that thing. Anyway, but matter. anyway, yeah. So uh, I think we forget that these actors who we've seen for so long that win like sexiest man alive and all these things they're actually very talented you know yeah like that's why they're so good that's why Matt Damon Leo and Brad Pitt have been at the top of the game forever yeah f- for sure I mean John Cena's not ugly no he's not make- well maybe he kind of is but you know The Rock he's a, a beautiful man and he's the highest paid actor but is he the best actor no no Brad Pitt is equally good looking and might be the best actor. Yeah. So there you go. That's why he's so successful. But our uh, that took that took a little bit of a weird turn. Didn't didn't th- figure we'd be breaking down just how sexy Brad Pitt is. But I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not either. He's a good looking guy. The movie's own poll question this week. What's your favorite Brad Pitt role and or movie? We'll get to your answers coming up in segment number two. In the meantime, two more new movies opening at Megaplex Theaters this week. Showtimes, please press one. For Spider-Man, Far From Home, please press one. For Aladdin, please press two. For Rambo, Last Blood, please press three. You've selected Rambo, Last Blood, starring Sylvester Stallone. For plot description, please say tell me more. Tell me more. When a French daughter is kidnapped, Rambo crosses the U.S.-Mexico border to bring her home but finds himself up against one of Mexico's most ruthless cartels. Rambo, Last Blood, is rated R and earns 7.2 out of 10 stars from imdb.com. For tickets at showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. All right, from one good-looking fellow to one bag-looking fellow... Sylvester, does that mean? Does that mean to me? Yes. He's just all leathery and and 
orange. He has been on the surface of the sun for a while. <laughs> he is the after Brad Pitt comes back from Ad Astra. Although I think it goes to Neptune in that movie, not the sun. But anyway. Some sort of atmospheric thing <laughs> going on. So, uh, Rambo. If we didn't have enough space movies, we certainly don't have enough Rambos. So let's do another one of those, shall we? Are you a fan of Rambo? Do you like the Rambo franchise? I mean, do we need this many? No. Did we need more than one? Did we need one? Yeah, I it's mean... It's nice to have one, like, but did we need it? Like, Rambo is Rambo. Like, you know, first 1982, though. That's all you need to know. And is when the first yeah. one came out. It is 2019. <laughs> I wasn't even born when the first one came out. I wasn't either. Yeah, I and was he's still three. lost in that in the woods. I don't know what's going on. He's still lost in the woods. Uh, this is this is a classic case of a cult classic. Yeah, just refusing to die. Yes, and, and people will see this movie. In fact, and we're going to talk about another cult classic later in the show at News and Rumors that. Uh, no one wants to remake, and for good reason. We'll talk about that later. But this is like, like I get the the he did it. I feel the smart way with the Rocky movies, right? Transitioned into the Creed movies, but still he was involved. But he wasn't pretending to be the same guy. In fact, as Austin told you, the weekend the movie came out, no, so you didn't have to see it that he dies in that movie. So I maybe said. he'll die in this one. I, I don't waited know. almost three whole Man, weeks. That's such a lie. It's not a lie. We can pull the tape. <laughs> All right, uh, but Rambo three came in out in 1988, so they had already made three before the end of the <laughs> decade of years. the 80s. <laughs> Listen, and then they made another one of these in 2008 named Rambo. And sure. now this is another one 11 years later. So stay tuned. Movie Zone 2029 when we're talking about the 12th installment of the Rambo movies as John Rambo fights off the retirement home. I'm as, just I'm, I'm going to say this about Rambo Last Blood. It might be the worst movie you ever see, but you're going to like a lot of it because it's full of fights and guns mm -hmm. and cool trademark lines yes but it's a bad movie and something will he'll kill someone in such a unique way that will come out of it like wow how did he get that um rumble how did he get that exploding bow and arrow to go into that part of that guy's body yep mark adrian's words right one more movie opening at megaplex theaters this week Showtimes, please press one. For Don't Let Go, please press one. For Dora the Explorer, please press two. For Downton Abbey, please press three. You've selected Downton Abbey, starring Maggie Smith, Michelle Dockery, and Hugh Bonneville. For plot description, please say tell me more. Tell me more. The continuing saga of the Crawley family and the servants who worked for them in the English countryside in the early 20th century. Downton Abbey is rated PG and earned an 81% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets to showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. All right. I know there's a lot of people that like Downton Abbey. I would prefer to have salt continually poured into my Whoa. open eyeballs and sharpened number two pencils shoved into my ears over and over again 
until Mercy, then watch one millisecond of Downton Abbey. That being said, a lot of people have, are so excited that this is finally coming out and they are having parties and, and, and dressing up and they'll have a good time at the movies and I'm not mocking them for their tastes. I'm just saying get better taste. No, I'm just saying I don't want to see it. Do you feel like that was hyperbole at all? Close. Close? A tad. Minus the number two pencils, it but still the sight. still the salt. number two. Right. Yeah, it could be just uh, it could be mechanical, whatever. I will say, I am not. Ticonderoga. I, I am also not interested in seeing this movie. But as someone who has watched a lot of television in his life and continues to do so, and when people tell me they haven't seen Fill in the Blank show, and I go, are you human? What's wrong with you? Like anytime I hear someone say Game of Thrones is stupid, but they've never watched it, I think you're stupid. I have. You're watched a poo poo head. I have watched it. Right, but like, and like I still didn't like it. Well, you just watched the condensed. The one episode everyone says is the greatest episode ever. Um, but anyway, but there's many shows like that out there, right? And like yes. I've never watched The Office. People look at me like I'm psychotic, and you I need told to, me you were watching. The I Office. started it, yes, and then I was like. Meh. You know what I mean? So, like, it was funny, but I was like, I don't know if I... And maybe I'm too late to the game. I couldn't really... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, I understand both sides. I never understood the Downton Abbey phenomenon. I prefer, like, literally stabbing your enemy in the back through with a broadsword (laughs) than maybe... A biting comment. A biting comment. Whispered in the parlor. (laughs) Whispered in the... the fan. Yes, whispered in the kitchen by the help. You know? So, like... (laughs) And maybe I'm totally mischaracterizing the show itself, but that's what I, I assume the bell rings. Ding, 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 ding. And uh, oh, me lady needs Ms. another tea. Mr. Tumnus ro- walks out and <laughs> serves them tea. I don't know, but I know lots of people love this show. I love Maggie Smith, so shout out Professor McGonagall, but whatever. Um, not my thing, but I'm sure many people will go. They'll wear their... Um, their period attire, you know, and they'll look like they're from whatever century England this is, <laughs> and they'll enjoy the film. So go if it's your thing. So to recap the movie's own phone this week, no thanks to Downton Abbey. Really, really bad movie anticipated in Rambo Last Blood, but a lot of people still see it. Nearly an eight on IMDb for Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And then Ad Astra... In my opinion, an overly done genre, a slow burn, but a good movie. Yeah. That a lot of people will enjoy their time. So I think there's almost something for everyone this week. Except for the really great movie that has everything. Right, but man, maybe but the that's kids. Rare. Maybe there's nothing for the kids this week. Uh, no, that's, that's true. There is nothing for the, the kids this week. But they're so. in school anyway, so. Yeah. Drop them off. Head over to a matinee. Put on Peppa Pig. Put on Peppa Pig. Well, drop them off at school, head over to a matinee, and enjoy some movies. That's it for the first segment. Parents deserve to go to the movies, too, without their children. Hashtag. Parents are people, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's it for the Movie Zone phone. Coming up next, we'll get to your part of the program, your poll question responses, at Austin Orton, at AP Lizer, your favorite Brad Pitt roles and or movies. It's up next, right here on The Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to segment two of The Movie Zone. He's Adrian. I'm Austin. Uh, soundtrack of the week, Oceans. 
11. That's my favorite. So, Ocean's 11. Why is that soundtrack of the week, Adrian? Brad Pitt is in that movie. He is one of the Ocean's 11. What's the show where he is called Brad Pitzer? I have no idea. Oh, it's, it's Boy Meets World. He's boy. Okay, so real quick. Corey Savage. Corey Savage. Corey Matthews, played by Ben Savage. Ben Matthews. It gets shocked by an electrical outlet and uh-huh. is transported back to the 50s. And it's like a Happy Days kind of theme. Mm-hmm. And they ask him for his name. And he says, it's Brad Pitt, sir. And the guy goes, and Mr. Feeney goes, well, Mr. Pitt, sir. Thinking <laughs> that's the joke. He doesn't know who Brad Pitt is yet. But So is Brad Pitt, sir. But Brad Pitt has a new movie out called Ad Astra. And we're going to talk. We talked about it in the last segment. If you missed it, wait for the replay of this show <laughs> or visit 1280thezone.com. Now it's your turn to sound off. At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, what are your favorite Brad Pitt roles and or movies? Ashton Lawrence started us with Ocean's Eleven. I love the Ocean's movies because he's his character is good and he's always eating. Oh, constantly. That's my favorite part. It's just like the running gag of that show is that he's always eating. Uh, and did you know his name was Rusty Ryan? Hmm. I Someone just, else replied with Ocean's Eleven, gave his full name. I didn't know that's... There's new, that was Rusty. Name. Lyle says, Rachel's arch enemy on Friends. So funny. So not a movie, but a role. The Rachel Green... He was the, apparently fat back in the day. The I hate Rachel Green fan club or yes. whatever. <laughs> yep, exactly. Jeremy says, my favorite movie just happens to have Brad Pitt, and that's A River Runs Through It, which Adrian was my, my uh, inaugural Sunday night movie poll. Good or not good. This last week was a river runs through it, and seventy-eight percent say good. So a uh, river runs through it is all right. I, I asked that one because I love that movie. Saw it once in high school in English class. Then I saw it at Walmart in the five-dollar bin. I thought I love that movie, and I grabbed that DVD and I took it home. You know how many times I've watched it? Zero. But it's it's I love the movie. I just never bring myself to watch it. Yeah. So. Um, this guy. <laughs> says uh, he sends a gif of Brad Pitt in Snatch. Says, "Do you like Dex? I love that movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. Brad Pitt is so good in it. He's randomly in it. I feel like you don't understand anything he's saying because nope. he's a uh, uh, gypsy. Are and, you gypsies? <laughs> um, I don't know if I can say the other one no, on here. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's such a good movie, and he plays that part so well. It's the the bare knuckle boxer. Uh, and so, yeah, so good." It's if you haven't movie, seen Snatch, you have to see it's it. It's a movie I didn't appreciate until the second time I watched yeah. it. Like it, the first time, I was like, I can't understand anything. Yeah. So. It's rated R. There's a lot of cursing, but it is so well done. And uh, yeah, anyway. Matt Sanchez says his favorite movie is Spy Game, underrated. And his favorite role for Brad Pitt is Benjamin Button. Really? Never saw Benjamin Button myself. So. Well, speaking of long, drawn out movies. Me. Yeah. Uh, now, t- it, it, it's an interesting story, but on the scale of believability, it's slow. Um, tape Delay Jazz says, movie Fight Club. Okay. A River Runs Through It is the second, he said. Okay. And uh, his favorite role is Burn After Reading. That's a good answer for favorite role. Yeah, yeah. he was. that's a movie not a lot of people, not enough people have seen, I think. By the way, Fight Club, I know a lot of everyone thinks it's one of the greatest movies ever made and i can see that i it, i didn't it didn't do it for me mm. i it was too weird for me but anyway i think it was really as good. a film yeah it's brilliant as a entertain me make me forget my 
troubles for an hour and a half movie pass. Well, no, it makes you sad. Yes. But so Meatloaf's in it. Meatloaf is in it. Uh, Chad says Fight Club, seven, not bad. But he goes with seven years in Tibet. Hmm. Uh, this guy named AJ. Have you ever heard of him? I have not. AJ Salveson. Moneyball is his favorite role and movie of Brad Pitt. <coughs> what do you think of Moneyball? Um, the movie's may... more interesting than the topic, that's for sure. Than the book? Yeah. Have you tried to read that yeah, book? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, I tried I'm after I saw the movie. Nerd. I, I tried to after I read, uh, watched the movie and I like just closed it slowly <laughs> yes, and returned like, it to the I've library. Taken all my math classes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's a fine, overly dramatic telling of a mediocre to fine team. I mean, they had, and that's not fair. They were a great team, but they Miguel Tejada won the freaking MVP that year, and he's barely in the movie. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's a fine movie. Um, uh, this is what you mentioned earlier in the show, Austin. You chased a trailer. He's saying uh, he hadn't thought about it until a coworker mentioned it when they were talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was awesome. Came out a couple weeks ago. Um, just like the vast majority of John Wayne's characters were the same character, Brad Pitt's are the summed up as coolest dude in the room. He's the coolest dude in the room most times. And John, in any film, John Wayne played the same kind of thing every movie. He was one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, Brad Pitt plays a similar kind of cachet in every one of his characters, and he's one of the greatest to ever do it. That's the mark of a really good actor: do similar things over and over without people realizing you're doing similar things over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric says Tristan Ludlow from Legends of the Fall. Okay. Now, I've never seen Legends of the Fall. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, Jazz Van Dan says his favorite role is Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Rain, sorry, of Inglorious, and his favorite movie is Ocean's Eleven. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, fantastic movie. Bongiorno, and his role in that obviously uh, kept in the mind of. Quentin Tarantino for once in a once upon a time in Hollywood later on, and yeah. uh, he was so awesome in both. Um, M. Jenkins says, "Meet Joe Black." Remember that film? Yeah, I like Meet Joe Black. You do? That was a, one of his first roles, wasn't it? Like first time he really burst onto the scene. Yeah, talk about slow, slow, boring movie. That's a boring movie, but I like it. But I don't love it. Yeah. It's just boring. Oh uh, yeah. Maybe um, the last good movie Anthony Hopkins was in. I don't know. You tell me. He's done a lot of crap. Zorro? Was, was that he, after Zorro? Was, Zorro was he after in that? Zorro? Wasn't yes, he the yes, original yes, Zorro? Yes. Also, he's in Westworld and stuff. And, of course, this isn't an Anthony Hopkins show, but, you know, the the Hannibal, he was good in. But that was way before. Was that before Joe Black? I don't well, remember I the order. I believe it was. But he also did King Arthur in space with Transformers, which negates every good thing he's ever done. Um. Yeah. I mean, Morgan Freeman was in that Ben Hur remake. <laughs> we don't, but we we try not to forget about. <laughs> uh, Brianna Barker says he's, she's surprised that Hans hasn't already replied to this question with seven hashtag What's in the box? Yeah, seven's great. Which then Lloyd, her, and Hans had their own little discussion on the timeline, and it was funny to watch the gifts that they shot back and forth to each other, including a bear ninja kicking have you seen a fisherman. That? Have you seen the video of that, the original <laughs> video of that bear kicking the ninja, or fighting the guy? So <laughs> funny. Um, but anyway, um, Jim says he was excellent as Vanisher in Deadpool 2. Now, very, that was one of the funniest moments of that movie the first time I saw it, because he's in the movie for a second. 
mm-hmm. when uh, he dies, when the Vanisher dies. But uh, spoiler, because uh, he he runs into a power line <laughs> in his only scene. But apparently, the backstory of that is he they asked him to do it, and he just all all they paid him in was a cup of coffee. He came in, all he had to do was like grab a grab something and look. And he said it was so fun just to be on set. Just for to the, goof off. To, it was, literally, he was there as a token cameo appearance in Deadpool 2. And it might be the best part of it, the whole movie. It's so funny. It's yeah. really Because everyone's like, oh my God, that's Brad Pitt. <laughs> uh, Jedi Knight Ryan is the one that said Rusty Ryan is his name. DC says role is in Snatch and movie is Fight Club. Tyler sends in a gif of uh, Rusty Ryan saying, I'm running away with your wife. A lot of 12 Monkeys. Have you seen 12 I've Monkeys? Not seen oh, 12 you monkeys. have to see 12 Monkeys. That's what a is great, that about? Uh, it's kind of like a time travel movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've never, never, seen, uh, never seen it. Uh, let's see. Trying to look for some that haven't been mentioned. Oh, John English. Check him out. John English's random movie stuff, Germs. Yes. Tyler Durden from Fight Club, Aldo the Apache, Cliff Booth, Mr. John Smith, Rusty Ryan, Chad Feldheimer, Mickey O'Neill, Detective David Mills, Floyd the Roommate from True Romance. (laughs) Literally might be the funniest Brad Pitt role in all of his career. He's so good as Floyd the Roommate. In fact, right now, you kind of look like Floyd the Roommate, the way you've grown your hair. You, you, you have similar uh, coloring right now. I look like Brad Pitt. That's the nicest thing you've ever sent to me. And then he says Jesse James as well. No, you look like Brad Pitt doing Floyd the Roommate, oh. who was really good at hitting the bong. Well. In a, especially the Gatorade bottle variety. I, myself, have never partook in such You've illicit. never had Gatorade? I've never drank the Gatorade or eaten the apple, as they say. Uh, Lance. <laughs> no one says that. Um, <laughs> Lance has one. Achilles from Troy. Did you like that movie? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. But I understand why. Now, the first time you meet did. Achilles is pretty cool when it's like the giant guy. Like when, sure. when war was this way where you would march hundreds of thousands of people to fight each other and then just send two people out to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little over dramatic for me. But anyway, a lot of people like Troy. Uh, and uh, Spy Game, River Runs Through It, Floyd and True Romance is coming up again. How about Mr. and Mrs. Smith speaking of breaking Jen Ann's heart? That's what Bill Bob says. I like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I think that movie's well done. Now, it was the end of that relationship and the beginning of another one. And that's... But, but that's okay. That fine. happens in life. That's how the world turns. That's how the... As as time through the hourglass or whatever. I or, did like this answer from Juan. He said, I'd tell you, but I can't talk about it. I mean, so, the uh, first rule of is you don't talk about... So. Fight Club. Um, hey, what did I say? <laughs> Ryan says World War Z didn't like world war z sorry did you like world war z yeah but i wouldn't put it up there as the best movie ever uh by the way just real quick we'll wrap this up with kent pearson because mm-hmm. I, th- I laughed at this kent went with world war z and glorious and then his number one was lock stock and two smoking barrels yeah which i was like huh and then immediately he responded with i mean snatch not Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's a different Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. So, there you go. Thanks for your participation each and every week here on the Movie Zone. Your favorite Brad Pitt roles in our movies. Coming up next, Adrian has some movie news and rumors for you. And I guess I'll play along too. Including, a movie was floated. Should we remake this? There was an outcry on the internet, and it's one of our favorite movies of the Movie Zone. But it's not forgetting Sarah Marshall. Is the answer ever yes, should we remake this? 
We should talk about that as well. Okay. So With the Rambo on the mind. <laughs> talk about it next here on the Movie Zone. And now, back to the movies with the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Final segment of the Movie Zone this week. He's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton. Soundtrack of the week from Oceans Ad Astra, starring Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, on and on and on, is in Megaplex Theaters. Check it out. Uh, especially if you like slow space movies that have big time payoffs. This is a good movie for you to go see. All right, uh, time for some movie news and rumors, Adrian. And you know what? If you're good, you know what we haven't done in a long time? Who's acting in love on the movie zone? So if you're good, we'll give you, you a, little, a little uh we'll give you a little look at who's acting in love this week. But in the meantime, you've been teasing it all day. A remake that does not or does want to be made. Yes, there was a there's been a um a clamoring because there's potential um, news. The original producer of The Princess Bride was kicking around the idea that they may have, um, they may remake The Princess Bride. Yeah. Now that's a nearly perfect movie. Not correct? a sequel, right? No, a, a remake. remake. Yes. All right. And um, Carrie Elways, of course, uh, Wesley and Slash, Dread Pirate Roberts. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, he saw this news and he tweeted, quote, there's a shortage of perfect movies in this world. It would be a pity to damage this one. Which is a callback to a line in the movie. Yeah. Regarding Robin Wright yeah. and a dagger mm-hmm. that's about to be plunged. So, so perfect answer from Carrie Elwes. Now, Sony's person who first started these all, the CEO said, quote, we have so many people coming to us asking for the Princess Bride remake. Very famous people whose names I won't use, quote, unquote. Uh, So I don't know who to believe. Now, there's also talk that there's been such an uproar that they've killed the idea. Yeah. But I don't know who to believe still. I would would very much hate to see this movie remade. I wouldn't mind a sequel. Truly. I wouldn't. Maybe. If it was done correctly. Well, if it's the same people. But the... I mean, directed by what's his name? But I mean, people have passed away. Rob and, Reiner. Yeah, and like, but there are people who are no longer on this earth. Sure, Andre so. the Giant couldn't be in this. Yeah, that's it. I think. I don't think Manny Patinkin could pick up a sword very what? much. Why? They're all old now. Haven't you seen him in uh, what's the show he's in right now? Is it Homeland? No, it's not Home. What is that Homeland? He doesn't look know. like he can still fence with the best of them. Oh yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. He's a he's an operatic Broadway star. He can do it. But anyway, I just, I would think a sequel this far after would look bad. Like, it was fun to watch the rats be so not real looking and things like that, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, if it, if anything, I Don't could... Don't remake it. Maybe a sequel. I could forgive a sequel. Yes. I could not fathom a remake. Yeah. That would be disgusting. Uh, also, speaking of things that were supposed to have been over and dead... Yeah. So weird. All we heard for the last, you know, seven years was how Robert Downey Jr. was sick and tired of playing Iron Man and couldn't wait to end Iron Man. We we talked last week about how he spoke about him and Chris Evans saying they had to get out. It was the time. It was time for them to leave the franchise behind. And now this about (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. uh, and is that Black Widow. He may be in the Black. There's a rumor that he might be in the Black Widow prequel. The prequel. So, 
perhaps he shot these scenes already. Maybe. In other movies, they didn't maybe, use maybe. them. Maybe. Or he's a flat liar. Yeah. And saw the paycheck and said, you know, I could play Iron Man again. Right. It's like um, Daniel Craig, who said he'd rather, for lack of a better t- term, he said he'd rather die than play James Bond again. And they were like, how about $100 million? And he's like, I love James Bond. So it's probably yeah. the same thing. Money I would, talks. I would love James Bond or Iron Man 2 for $10 million. So. How about $100 million? Oh, is it 100 you Even said? more. Oh, I'd love anything for yeah. that. <laughs> Literally anything, anyone. <laughs> so there you go. He's he's probably going to do it again. Probably. Also, uh, this from, is it too soon for Toy Story 4? Alternate ending spoilers. No. Well, I guess it's an alternate ending, so it didn't happen. So it doesn't spoil what actually happens in the movie. In fact, I'll leave names out Okay. for those that haven't seen it yet. But for those that have seen it, they'll be able to follow. A, a prominent character in Toy Story 4 meets up with a prominent character from a past Toy Story. And at the end of the movie, they have to decide which path are they going to go on. Are they going to stick together or are they going to, again, part ways? Mm-hmm. And the alternate ending that didn't take place was the uh, character who hadn't been seen for a few movies decided to do uh, decided to change everything they had come to yeah. make of themselves yeah. and go back to what they were in the first time they were in this franchise. And I thought that would have ruined it. I'm glad they didn't go with that as the ending. I'm glad the ending they chose was what actually went they yeah. went with. I like the ending. Especially for that character. Yeah, I liked how they finished things up. Uh, and finally, uh, Hollywood love rumors. So should we strike it up? Uh, should we strike up Celine? Also, real quick. Oh, you have another, another one. one a couple. Um, Lord of the Rings, the Amazon film, or the Amazon series, they're returning to New Zealand to do the filming. Uh, whereas they didn't for the Hobbit franchise, but they're going to go back. I think that's a good idea. That's what made those movies so great, is that they filmed on location and not necessarily in a green-screened environment. Okay. So, anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. Can I strike it up now? Strike her up. All right. Who's acting in love this week on the Movie Zone, Adrian? Uh, you know the the famous promo from Hans and Scotty about Hans wanting to be a paleontologist. Yes. And Scotty makes fun of him because it was probably because of Jurassic Park and Laura Dern. Right. Laura Dern and Bradley Cooper. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. What? Laura Dern says there's nothing to it. Uh, We're amazing friends. We're so lucky and we're family. But there's widespread uh, speculation that it's a little more than that as she's been seen with him and their children and in cozy situations that... Not always friends to find themselves in together. But I thought Laura Dern was with Baron Davis, former NBA player. Uh, did that last? Did that? Actually... I guess it was last year, but. Really? Because they were caught canoodling as well. Isn't she like 86 Maybe years old? Maybe Laura's playing the field. Good, Good for grief. her. Good grief. Look, you know, who am I to mock love? M- mock love. Yes. See, I said mock, mock love. Yes, yes. Uh, But she is like 68 years older than both of these guys. So couldn't they, you know, find someone nearer their age? Yeah, I guess. But hey. And everything we learned about Bradley Cooper, everything we guessed from the Oscars on were true. Yep. Because shortly after he made out with Lady Gaga on stage at the Oscars. Oh, is that what you call it? um, 
as they 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 got to it on the piano. They Dirk Facer Kyle Whittingham on the, <laughs> on the on, at the piano <laughs> on the stage, and while his girlfriend oh, saxophone like his, his uh, while his girlfriend sat there smiling. But you could see it in her eyes that she was not happy. But anyway, yeah. Uh, then they broke up shortly after that. Now Bradley's out with Laura Dern. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. You know what? Sometimes the most unlikely of couples make it work. And Hence al- why I thought her and Baron Davis was very interesting. <laughs> and you know what? Almost never are these things real. That's why it's called Who's Acting in Love? Yes. This week on the Movie Zone. That's it, though, for the Movie Zone this week. We did it. We now return you to your college football and Utah jazz hype. Which is exciting. Yes. But it was fun to take a break and talk movies. Well done, sir. You as well. He's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week on the Movie Zone.